genre. It's more like a horror movie shot, I think. I get that. I totally understand that description, yeah. I think it's, I mean, it's definitely intentional. We'll talk about it. It's interesting. He has, like, a bow in his hand Uh uh that that Uh is deadly. Like, you can kill somebody with that thing. Well, he's scared. We're cutting in Midias Res to, like, something's going on with Hagrid. And he's jumpy. Poor guy. We'll get to that. We We solemnly swear we're up to no good. One magical minute at a time. I thought of, I thought I was gonna say something better. Nothing came to me quick enough. So, there we go. Oh, well. I'm Harry Roby. Victoria, I'm Victoria Cope. You guys know us. Yeah. We're back. Uh, Harry time a minute 111, 111, which starts with Harry planning to visit Hagrid, and it ends with the boys giving him a mild heart attack. Yeah. Mild, relatively mild. He doesn't. Uh... How do you think they feel? Well, their reaction is very delayed. <laughs> because they have to scramble out from under the cloak before they can react, apparently. That's true. For us to be able to see it. Exactly. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that. That's the end of the minute. Before we get there, Harry and Ron are finishing up a discussion they were having at the end of the week last week. They were talking about whether or not um, they should go visit Hagrid. Like, oh, I think it's time we go see him if... Um, like, I don't think, I, I think, I think at the end of the week last week, Harry was saying that, like, I don't think he actually did it kind of deal. Okay. I can't remember. But he, he continues here. If, if Hagrid did set the monster loose, he'll know how to get into the Chamber of Secrets. I just think it's interesting that Harry's, now that they've failed to catch Draco, like Draco's not actually the heir of Slytherin. Mm-hmm. The goal isn't, oh, let's figure out who else is the heir of Slytherin. The goal is... Let's get into the chamber and kill this monster. Right, because it's, it's doing stuff that's not cool. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter anymore to Harry who the heir of Slytherin... It's a little personal, don't you think? What do you mean? Well, it's like, oh, because it's not Draco and I can't have like this Sure, this that thing, satisfaction. That satisfaction. Nah, you just care. kill the monster instead. Yeah, I don't care. Well, it doesn't even... Is. I don't even think that it's like necessarily kill the monster. Just get into the chamber? Why would you want to get into reason. the chamber? What is your plan? He's what are you going to do when you get there? He's winging it. Making it up as it, go, as it goes along. Hermione's petrified. They don't have Ex- the They brains. don't have the brains there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you got two impulsive boys that are uh-huh. just like, yeah, sure, this is, this is a great idea. Well, he is right. Like, he is right that they should go talk to Hagrid. But I think the reasoning behind why they should go to Hagrid is wrong. It's a little skewed, yes. A little bit. So they get there. Uh, doesn't Hagrid? Doesn't Ron say? Ron. Ron tells Harry. But we're not allowed to go out except for to classes. 
And Harry says, well, it's time to get out my dad's old cloak again. Just his cloak. Yeah. And then we have this little bit of an insert that I don't think is in the theatrical cut of, like, them getting the cloak out. Yeah. Like, Harry pulling his trunk out from uh, next to his bed. And then the two of them both getting under the cloak together. Yeah. They cloak. Yeah. Well, this is the last time they can all do this. Well, they can both do this together, I think, even. He doesn't even really use the cloak again after this. Not not, not much. No, not with anyone else especially. It's just, I think it'll end up just being him. He uses it with the grip hook on his back. So they get the cloak, and then we cut to Hagrid's hut. They've yeah. snuck out after dark. They're going down to Hagrid's hut under the invisibility cloak together. This is almost the exact same shot as what we referred to as the wiggle music last year <laughs> when uh-huh. they snuck down to Hagrid's for Norbert. Okay. When yeah. the egg was hatching. Uh, just the outside of his hut as they're approaching it. And I don't know. They knock on the door. This is actually a light minute. Now that I think about it. They knock on the door and we cut into Hagrid. Actually, I think we cut into Hagrid before the knock. Yeah. We approach the house from the outside. Um, The camera is like kind of still like pushing in on the house. Like we're in the view of the kids. Right. Like walking toward it. And then we cut inside of Hagrid's house and we cut. I think we cut inside like right when there is a knock. Because Fang lifts his head up from the chair like looks over the door like what's going on and then we cut to Hagrid but it's a cut not to Hagrid it's a cut to this teapot that Hagrid is yeah like he's apparently preparing yeah water for tea and he he closes the teapot and he's holding a crossbow yeah yeah and he turns very deliberately we get this pan up shot as he raises the crossbow to point as he like approaches the door and I, I pointed out when we were off mic that like that shot that like cut into Hagrid's hut is not the kind of cuts that we normally get when we introduce like new sets like I'm pretty sure every time Chris Columbus goes into a new set we get like an overhead shot of like everything in the room and then we zoom in onto the thing that's happening right but because Hagrid actually this is also interesting to me this is not we're outside of Harry's perspective yeah because Harry can't see this he's outside yeah at this moment how come we're seeing something that Harry's not seeing hmm like that doesn't happen very Very often often, yeah I can't think of another case off the top of my head but it's an interesting shot like Hagrid is nervous about something. He's already got the crossbow in his hands. He's just raising it as the door, as the knock on the door happens. Like he's like expecting someone. And it's just, it's a shot, the shot of like him closing the teapot, like cutting from Fang to the teapot before we show Hagrid feels like, um, feels like the kind of shot you'd see in a horror movie. Right. Which I think is really interesting. I kind of dig it. Actually, now the more I watch it, the more I'm like, oh, this is actually like a really good, I like this shot here. I don't know. It's just because it feels different from like most of what we've seen from 
Chris Columbus, I guess. So Hagrid opens the door. And he's like, is he like, hello or something? Who's there? He steps out. He's got his crossbow pointed. And Harry and Ron apparently are unable to speak or do anything until they are out from under the blanket. Yeah, like, I don't know. Yeah, he's like pointing, <laughs> he's like pointing the crossbow at them for like several seconds. For like a while. Like four or five seconds before they come out from under the cloak. And then Harry goes, what's that for? Like... Why did you like what? What is this delay? He knows you have this cloak, right? You could have. You could say something. You could say something. Yeah, if you're going to react with surprise, you're not going to wait like a few seconds until after you. Yeah, that's. uh, I don't know. The delayed response here is 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 a disconnect that I don't think I like. Yeah, no, it's weird. It doesn't make any sense. I guess what we could do instead, we like show him get the cloak off and then say it. And I guess it feels more like in the room than if he had ADR'd the shot. Cause there's nothing there like at first. Yeah. Except for, right. I don't know. Like what's the, I guess he could say it like while he's coming out from, I don't, you could do it better. There's yeah. There's a better way to do this shot. Yeah. Yes. Which is fine. Whatever. Good and the bad in the same minute. That's fine. That's how it goes. <laughs> And Hagrid starts to say, well, I was... Ex-, and then we get cut because that's the end of the minute. But he says he was expecting. And then he trails off and invites them inside tomorrow, which we'll talk about tomorrow. But what is Hagrid expecting? He's very anxious. Last time the chamber was open, he got blamed for it. And that that accusation came from Tom Riddle. Does he think that because the chamber is open that Tom is back? Like, has he connected, does he know that Tom Riddle was respons- was actually responsible for opening the Chamber of Secrets last time? Right. Like, I don't think that he leveled an accusation against Tom. No, it wasn't me, it was him. Like, I don't think that that happened. No, but do you think Dumbledore would have told him after the fact? Do you think Dumbledore actually knows? Like, Dumbledore doesn't really have evidence either. No. But he's a perceptive wizard. Yes, but... Do you think that he spreads information without, like, his full knowledge? He doesn't tell Harry anything about the Horcruxes until his, like, hand is withering because of one. He, he waits until he finds it important so to give So if Hagrid doesn't know, then what does he think is happening? I think he thinks that Tom is back. I think, no, I don't know. I don't know if he knows that Tom is, res- like, that, you're right. You're right. That's the thing. Maybe he's afraid that someone... <laughs> It can't be that he's afraid that just someone else is going to come up and accuse of, him. Of, of, uh... He must know about Tom. Like, that's got it. Like, I can't think of anything else that would have him carrying his crossbow. It's not like this thing is going to come for him. He's not Muggleborn. Right. I don't know. Either way, he seems a little jumpy. He's very jumpy. Don't want a jumpy giant with a, with a crossbow. No... I mean, he lowers it as soon as he sees that it's Harry and Ron. Of course. Because he would never. Yeah. He's a good guy. He knows how to protect himself. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't know. My, My assumption is that he must... My assumption is that he must know that Tom was the one that was actually opening the Chamber of Secrets. And by extension, I think he probably 
must be the only other person that not the only other person. I think that he might be one of the only people to know that Tom Riddle is Voldemort or Voldemort. It was Tom Riddle, right? Like, I don't think that everyone just knows his name. I think that like once he left school, once he started like making a name for himself as Lord Voldemort, like he gave himself that name when he was a teenager, apparently. Which is such a, like, an emo thing. Uh-huh, and he kept it? Like, you start getting followers, and then people just start calling you Voldemort, and then, like, eventually you get to a point where, like, no one is ever introduced to him by his original name anymore. He's just yeah. Voldemort. Like, yeah. the nickname takes over. And right. I just think people people don't care. Like, I don't think they care about, like, who the man really was kind of thing. They're just like... Oh, I like I like this guy. I like what he's what he has to say about us purebloods, and yeah, we're superior to Muggles and blah blah blah. Like it, it means a bunch of close-minded, bigoted people that are following him. Like I, I don't think anyone cares about like who he used to be. It doesn't. I don't know. I don't think any of the Death Eaters care about like what his real name is. It's like oh, like I don't think nice. that Lucius knows. Right. I don't think that. Um, I don't think that most. No, I feel know. like that would be a thing that would be put into, like, if Harry Potter was put into Hogwarts of History, or was that the book that he was put yeah. into? Then I would think that when explaining Lord Voldemort, they would be like, "Oh, he. This is how." I don't think Hogwarts of History says anything about Voldemort. Yeah, and see, I feel like that would be kind of important to put in a history book. Well, Harry's in Hogwarts. Well, not no, no, he's in um it must not be Hogwarts history. It must be um maybe it's history of magic. It's got to be a different book, right? Because Harry defeating the Dark Lord, Harry being the boy who lived has nothing to do with Hogwarts. Right. So that can't be the right book. But I suppose that, yes, in the book that it talks about who Harry is, the book that tells the story of the boy who lived that Hermione was able to read before getting to school, would also include information about the Dark Lord. But I don't think that it would, I don't think that it would, it would probably chronicle more like, the Lord Voldemort began to, his rise to power during the first Wizarding War in year blah blah blah. Right? Right. Like, I don't know if it's going to be like, he was once a schoolboy at Hogwarts that went by the name of Tom Riddle. This young orphan... Like, no, I don't think that information's out there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying, that it's not. It doesn't exist. So that's... Either. So Hagrid might know because he went to school with him. And Dumbledore no knows. Like, Dumbledore watched it happen. Yeah. I think that Hagrid... Hagrid might... Hagrid might not know because I don't know if he, like, would have been interested in keeping tabs on Tom once Tom graduated from school. True. But Dumbledore would keep an eye on him because of the Grindelwald. Most definitely. The Grindelwald situation mm -hmm. ending right before he left. It's a whole situation. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe he's afraid that uh, Tom Riddle's going to show up. <laughs> Actually, we had a listener um, who shared a picture from think half blood prince on our facebook listener group 
Harry Potter Minute and Listener's Army, for those of you who aren't part of that, about Dumbledore talking about what he thought Lucius knew about the diary. Yeah. Which I think, actually, I'll save that. We'll get in. I'll actually bring that. Never mind. I kind of saw that. I'll actually, I'll actually, I'll actually bring that up when we see Lucius. Never mind. Scratch that. Jeez. I think that's everything I have for today. How are you? How do you feel? Good. Because that's, I mean, that's the last thing we get. It literally ends with them, like, Talia taking the cloak off. and Yeah. What is that? What is that? I was expect. He was expecting something. He doesn't say what or who, but something. Something. Yeah. All right. Someone. Someone. But, like, who would you, who would possibly show up at the door that you would warrant him having a crossbow? Someone that you don't want to come, to come visit you, I'll tell you that. There aren't, that's not a long list for Hagrid, I don't think. Someone from not the school? I think it's gotta be. I think it's gotta be Tom Riddle. That that's what he's worried about. I think so. Guys, if you have a theory about who, who Hagrid was expecting... Uh, you can reach out to us at Harry Potter Minute and Listener's Army on Facebook, or you can tweet at us at HP Minute, or you could send us an email. <gasps> I haven't mentioned that in a long time. At contact <laughs> at hpminute.com. Uh, we don't get a lot of emails, but if you want to email us, you are more than welcome to. I will reply to those. Uh, so, yeah. Reach out to us, let us know what you think, and come back tomorrow, Minute 112. Mischief Managed.